0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Welcome on this 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time Year A. This is pointing to the Saviour of the world where we listen and reflect on the Sunday Scripture readings, pray for others, for the world, for ourselves and for the dead. This Sunday, we continue to pray for Pa Mathias Manka, Annie Mukendi and Ian who died recently. Dear friends, we all live in a very uncertain and unsettling times, in a world where many people worry about their finances and only the very wealthy are not concerned about their income due to the terrible inflation out there. The scripture readings this Sunday present us with direction as we try to live with diminishing resources. Isaiah in the first reading spoke to the chosen few in Israel who had remained faithful in those uncertain times, that a new world and a new life would soon emerge for the difficult times they were experiencing. But they must remain hopeful and keep the faith. In the Gospel, Jesus continues his attempts to bring the priests, Pharisees, Sadducees and the elders to a change of heart. He tells them the parable of the wedding banquet in which all are invited. However, there are tragic consequences for those who either ignored or rejected the invitation. And in the second reading, Saint Paul tells us how he continued to live in both good times and bad, in times of plenty and, more tellingly, what kept him going during bad, troubling and difficult times. Dear friends, in these uncertain and unsettling times, we have been called to something far better and far richer. We have been called to the eternal wedding banquet of God. We have each received an invitation. So, what will it be? Let us pray today, friends, that we can respond positively and wholeheartedly, and may we wear the wedding garment of change, repentance, and love at every opportunity. A reading from the prophet Isaiah On this mountain the Lord of hosts will prepare for all peoples a banquet of rich food, a banquet of fine wines, of food rich and juicy, of fine strained wines. On this mountain he will remove the morning veil covering all peoples, and the shroud enwrapping all nations. He will destroy death forever. The Lord will wipe away the tears from every cheek. He will take away his people's shame everywhere on earth, for the Lord has said so. That day it will be said, See, this is our God in whom we hoped for salvation. The Lord is the one in whom we hoped, we exult and we rejoice that he has saved us. For the hand of the Lord rests on this mountain. The Word of the Lord Thanks be to God. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for ever and ever. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for ever and ever. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. Fresh and green are the pastures where he gives me repose. Near restful waters he leads me to revive my drooping spirit. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for ever and ever. He guides me along the right path, he is true to his name. If I should walk in the valley of darkness, no evil would I fear. You are there with your crook and your staff, with these you give me comfort. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for ever and ever. You have prepared a banquet for me in the sight of my foes. My head you have anointed with oil, my cup is overflowing. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for ever and ever. Surely goodness and kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for ever and ever. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for ever and ever. A reading from the letter of Saint Paul to the Philippians. I know how to be poor and I know how to be rich too. I have been through my initiation and now I am ready for anything, anywhere full stomach or empty stomach, poverty or plenty. There is nothing I cannot master with the help of the one who gives me strength. All the same, it was good of you to share with me in my hardships. In return, my God will fulfill all your needs in Christ Jesus as lavishly as only God can. Glory to God, our Father, for ever and ever, Amen. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! The Word was made flesh and lived among us. To all who did accept Him, He gave power to become children of God. Hallelujah. A reading. From the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory be to you, Lord. Jesus began to speak to the chief priests and elders of the people in parables. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a feast for his son's wedding. He sent his servants to call those who had been invited, but they would not come. Next he sent some more servants. Tell those who have been invited, he said, that I have my banquet all prepared, my oxen and fattened cattle have been slaughtered, everything is ready, come to the wedding. But they were not interested. One went off to his farm, another to his business, and the rest seized his servants maltreated them and killed them. The king was furious. He dispatched his troops, destroyed those murderers and burned their town. Then he said to his servants, the wedding is ready, but as those who were invited proved to be unworthy, go to the crossroads in the town and invite everyone you can find to the wedding. So these servants went out, onto the roads and collected together everyone they could find, bad and good alike, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. When the king came in to look at the guests, he noticed one man who was not wearing a wedding garment and said to him, ''How did you get in here, my friend, without a wedding garment?'' And the man was silent Then the king said to the attendants, bind him hand and foot and throw him out into the dark, where there'll be weeping and grinding of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Dear friends, let me tell you a story about a party we recently attended. My wife and I were invited to a birthday party of a friend early this year. We said yes to the invitation and on that fateful day set off to Middle England for what we anticipated would be a lavish party. Our guess was not wrong at all when we got there. We arrived to a parked, beautifully decorated hall of more than 200 people sat and waiting for the main celebrant to make a majestic entry as our culture dictates. It was a procession with her husband, children and close friends with the invitees, singing cheering, clapping, waving as she danced ostentatiously into the hall. After she had sat down, the master of ceremony welcomed all the guests and stated that the birthday celebrant would like to select and invite a few of the guests to join her and her family at what is commonly referred to as the high table. I suppose these were people she valued and intended to use this occasion to communicate her appreciation for their support. To my great surprise and some present, my wife and I were the second couple called up to join the high table. There were some there who expected to be called up to join the table but were disappointed because their wish didn't come to fruition. Dear friends, I won't be far wrong in thinking that our readings today, notably the Gospel, paint a similar picture. In the parable, Jesus tells a story of a king who throws a lavish wedding party for his son, and those invited didn't bother to show up at the banquet. But worse still, they attacked, beat up and killed some of the messengers sent by the king to remind them about the feast. Consequently, the king retaliated. He destroyed them as well as their city. Nevertheless, in the parable, the king still wanted guests for the wedding banquet, so, new emissaries were dispatched. They went everywhere and invited everyone. At last, the banquet hall was filled with everyone enjoying themselves. The second parable strikes me as much more harder and seems unfair. The people now come and are enjoying the banquet, but one man isn't wearing a wedding garment and just because of wearing the wrong clothes, he is thrown out. That's scary, isn't it? No one wants to go to a party and get thrown out for not wearing the right clothes, do they? You want to stay there and enjoy like everyone else. Imagine my wife and I Being thrown out of that birthday party instead of being called to the high table for not wearing the right clothes. Now, to the symbolism within this gospel passage. The people who refused the invitation are God's chosen people, Israel. They turned their backs on God and didn't accept his invitation. Then Wonderfully, God offers the invitation to everyone else, to us the Gentiles, we are now able to come to God's heavenly banquet. Some might say good things come from bad things. The man not wearing the wedding garment represent an unrepentant sinner who still wanted all the blessings of the kingdom, but he refused to repent and give up his sinful behaviour. He wanted the, the kingdom of heaven, but he was unwilling to pay the price of repentance and change. So he was cast outside where forever there'll be weeping and grinding of teeth in remorse and regret. The clothes represent one's life or at least one's life since accepting the invitation, since accepting the gift of grace. Our clothes and our lives were washed white at baptism, kept clean by the life we lead as Christians. Also, we are told in the story that the king sent messengers to invite everyone on the street, good and bad alike. This is Jesus talking about his life's work. Many of his own people were resisting his invitation. So, he was now inviting everyone, good and bad alike. This was no fiction. In real life, he befriended the outcasts of society, Samaritans tax collectors, sinners, foreigners, pagans and he even invites each and every one of us. All God's promises, dear friends, are being fulfilled in Jesus. This is the faith of Christianity, our religion. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, was not yes and no, but in him it is always yes. For in him, every one of God's promises is a yes, St. Paul tells us in his second letter to the Corinthians. Isaiah's prophecy, like all the others, is fulfilled in him. He is the one who prepares the messianic banquet a symbol of the joy of the messianic kingdom to be inaugurated by the Messiah. There is a special interest then when we hear Jesus begin a story with the words, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. Dear friends, we all do wrong. We all sin. We all ruin the garment we will wear to the banquet. God knows that, which is why he never stops forgiving, never stops showering us in grace. By accepting his grace, we become responsible for our lives. We must try and live lives worthy of that grace, to be proud and grateful for the garment God has given us garment that through grace we are so easy to clean are so easy to clean so easy to repair the next question is then what should i be doing in my new garment well today's psalm can help us that is psalm 22 it speaks wonderfully of the lifelong protection god provides The last stanza reads, Surely goodness and kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. But shouldn't the challenge be that I leave a trail of goodness and kindness wherever I go all the days of my life? If I dwell with the Lord, my life is His. I have a responsibility to, leave a, to, to lead a life filled with the grace He has given me, providing goodness and kindness. When I fail, I can always turn back to Him and always be forgiven. But when I succeed, what differences can I make to this damaged world? How can I do my bit to help God's kingdom come? on earth as it is at the banquet on that mountain in heaven. On this mountain the Lord of hosts will prepare for all peoples a banquet of rich food, a banquet of fine wines, thus begins the first reading. Friends we all dream or long for a future golden age, such a future time or place, is called utopia, a non-existent place, from the Greek o meaning not and topos meaning place. Practical people have always been wary of such thinking. Someone once said an acre in Middlesex is better than the principality in utopia. Isaiah's prophecy, however, was not based on wishful thinking, but on God's promise, a promise that he expected God to fulfill, not in utopia, but on this mountain. Dear friends, we all have been invited. I recognise that the church is composed of sinful human beings, beginning with yours truly i am more than glad that jesus invited the bad and good alike in fact i am relieved we have sent back the rsvp this banquet is a love feast it is christ joining himself in marriage to his bride the church saint paul took up this image husbands It is a feast that is already doing what Isaiah said would happen on the Lord's mountain at the end of time. It's breaking down the barriers that keep us apart. It's making us the body of Christ, a community of believers. People who are loving, caring, warm, open to others, to all others, welcoming all those that the Lord loves which of course means everybody without exception. To find God like the people in today's gospel, we have to accept his invitation. This is not easy. We are told in John's gospel chapter 6 verses 66 that when Jesus first proclaimed the mystery of the Eucharist, many disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. It is not easy to live a eucharistic life. If we do not do all those things, be loving, caring, warm, open to others, open to all others, welcoming all those the Lord loves, then we are like the person who came to the party without the proper garment. The Lord shows pity to all who serve him, so we can ask for help and guidance and present our needs. For all the baptised, that they may have the divine gifts of wisdom and prudence, Lord in your mercy. For those who have left everything to follow Christ, that the promised reward may keep them going in difficult times. Lord in your mercy. For people who have been blessed with wealth, that they may never forget the poor. Lord in your mercy. For young people, that they may make the Christian ideals their own. Lord, in your mercy. For those who have died, especially Matthias, Ian and Annie, and Aqua, that the light of God's glory may shine on them. Lord, in your mercy. For our own needs and the needs of those who have asked us to pray for them and those who have no one to pray for them, we now pray. We ask Mary, the mother of our Saviour, to pray with us and for us. As we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Lord, your favour shines out upon us. You give success to the work of our hands. Help us according to our needs, we pray, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, dear friends, for joining me to listen to the word of God and to pray. We ask for your continuous support in sharing, liking, subscribing to our YouTube channel i wish you a peaceful celebration of the 28th sunday in ordinary time year a let us finish like we began in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen